Howdy, adventurers. Welcome back to the Forged 20 podcast. I am your host and game master for Tales of Lodrienth, Zach Coldiron. We would like to formally welcome you back to another episode of Tales of Lodrienth. Before we go ahead and get started, we'd like to announce that we are still looking for advertisers to present ad blocks during our podcast. If you have any questions and you want to reach out to us, you can reach out to me on Facebook. Instagram, or you can email me at ironforgedentertainment at outlook.com for any inquiries to have your small business represented on the show. Besides that, we have no other announcements at this time. Now, it's time for our minds to link, and we travel together to the realm of Nakathis for the next episode of Tales of Lodrienth. Alrighty, welcome back everybody to another episode of the Forged 20 Podcast. I'm your Game Master, Zach Coldiron, and well, I'd like to first open up with our sponsor. The Last Waltz Media, your go-to podcast for dirt track racing. Go ahead, give my boy Donnie a follow. He's been so gracious to sponsor the podcast for the last month or so. Please, please, please give him some love on his Facebook, his Instagram. Give him a follow and give him some love. Um, besides that, I can now recap what happened last time. Upon disembarking the city of Polaria to the much smaller town of Ravenmoor, you all found a drained body missing its brain in the brush near the crater. Shortly thereafter, you were ambushed by a kobold, a hobgoblin, and a goblin. After <coughs> this brief skirmish, the goblin, whose name we learned is Gibblegoo, got away and escaped deeper into the woods. After trying to track down the goblin, the party was approached by a brass female dragonborn named Crocker Liliosa, clad in gold armor and silver trim. Uh, after a brief interaction, you discover that She's a captain in a faction called the Golden Dragons, who are uh, worshippers of the Lifebringer Elicor, uh, one of the uh, prime deities. You also learn that their guildmaster uh, of the Golden Dragons is someone with great knowledge named Arnis, who is located in the capital city of Elia. Briefly after, you all did find Gibblegoo, and with a little bit of pity for the creature... Moros killed it, um, and after a very deep conversation, uh, the group has bonded a little closer, and after your travels in the night, you have now arrived to the town of Ravenmoor, which you can tell is very much brand new, under construction and being built. Um, you can see a couple of major buildings, one... The one that is almost fully completed, minus the roof, is what clearly appears to be a church of some kind. Um, on top of the perch of this church um, is a symbol of a skull with scales on it. Um, by scales, I mean like a weight scale. Um, you can see down this path where there's some residential looking areas two guards clad in silver and gold armor kind of walking and patrolling the streets kind of approaching you 
they um they definitely take up a full part of the path and it's kind of hard to go around them as they uh kind of approach you uh, greetings you see the um one with it's got more like of a teal kind of color to their gold armor um a human male with tan skin and and short brown hair and a beard who uh, looks at each of you welcome to the city of ravenmoor um we're still a little under construction, but if there's some things you want to check out, the Church of Sarkot here um, is pretty nice. Um, we have a we have a local blacksmith who uh, has been forging uh, for a very long time, who's decided to take place here. So you'll get, find high quality <laughs> weapons and armor there, um, and just do be careful. We are on the hunt for something. Keep an eye out. I suspect it to be a vampire of some kind. We found some bodies exsanguinated in the town. I don't mean to drive you away, but just be careful. I mean, do we know what it looks like? Mm, not really. Hard to see in the night. Get glimpses of it. I don't have dark vision. But I saw an attack they have, yesterday. They have the back of their skulls ripped out? Yeah, how did you know that? Oh, it's happening in Polaria, too. Fuck. It's not a vampire. Not a vampire. But these I can't tell you what it is, but it's not a vampire. These bodies we found, though, were exsanguinated, sucked dry of blood, and lack of brain. This is... So you represent the city of Polaria. You must know Lord Etzal, correct? I, 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 I mean, represents a very... I mean, that's a pretty strong word. Um, I, I mean, we did some things, and we saw some stuff there, and... That's about it. Hmm. I see. <clears throat> well, tread carefully in the night, gentlemen. I would recommend finding a place to stay. There is an inn, if you wish to do that. It is called Grim Grimex Rest. It's located, uh, actually, right here in this building. Points at this one right here. I'm going to go make my rounds. You gentlemen have a nice day. As they kind of walk past you and down this trail. <clears throat> as you're free to explore the town. Uh, more octopus people. That's fun. <coughs> uh, any ideas? Any thoughts? On how to, like, possibly bait it out? Well, one of us could be bait. <coughs> Never be the simplest, but obviously the most dangerous. Perhaps I mean, we. <coughs> I don't have brains. Someone else to be baited. I don't. I don't have brains. I could. I could bait him out. I could look like something that has brains, and then, <clears throat> you know, you go from there. Right. We could work with this. Perhaps <coughs> we should ask around the town and see where the previous attack sites were. Triangulate the most common area of an incident. And that is where you will <coughs> lay the trap, so to speak. Oh, um, double checking, by the way, the Sarkat is the god of death and justice, right? Correct. Sounds like a good idea. Uh, I guess start at the first place. Well, with the place where... Wait, he told us where the inn is. Is the inn in the tavern? Or the bar, or whatever you want to call it here? Oh, is that all the same, or... Uh, fuck, who knows? Usually is. 
Alright. Well, yeah, we should probably start there, try to figure out. Say we check out the place, grab a few drinks. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> try to get some lips loose. <clears throat> One second while it loads this map, and I'm going to add some things. Da, da, da. Something. Something. Boop. All right. <clears throat> By the way, if you guys aren't already, go ahead and give us a listen on Spotify. We'd appreciate it. There's less breaks in between of me setting shit up. <laughs> Let's see. Very mm. good quality as well. Thank you, brother. I, I work really hard to make sure that they're the best possible. Yeah. I enjoy listening to them while I'm at work. Like what, what I usually do while I'm at work mm. is listening to that. I just like hearing my own voice. Let's put some... Really? That's why I that's why I listened to it on Spotify. Actually, I was listening to it on Spotify the other day. I thought it was you guys talking. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? <laughs> <laughs> Alright. As you all make your way, you see... Um... <clears throat> there you go. The sign to the tavern. Um, and it says, uh, Kaz's Eatery. Above the, um, on the sign on the Who door. Who the fuck <clears throat> is that pink-haired motherfucker? <laughs> it's, it's not hair. Oh, delete that person. But, um, you see a couple of oh, people wait. scattered about. Um, <clears throat> there's, um, some dwarves sitting at a table over here. Maybe a couple, you're not sure. A group of dragonborn buddies having a, a drink together, having a jolly time. And then two men kind of just sitting there enjoying their drinks in solitude. As there is a lone bartender who you can just see like a little bun of really bright orange hair uh, just over the counter. Kind of like moving back and forth, clearly <clears throat> occupied with something. Uh, what is? Um, sorry if you no, said it. Uh, what is the the racial makeup of everyone here? So <clears throat> mainly human. So you see, there's two humans in here, two dwarves, um, and two dragonborn. Okay. Uh, I'm assuming I'm assuming the humans are the ones sitting by themselves, <clears throat> right? That is correct. Okay. Um, I'm gonna roll. <clears throat> Roll a percept. What do you think? Perception or investigation to determine how uh, intoxicated the two humans are at this point? Roll me an insight check for that. <clears throat> insight, gotcha. It's being very laggy right now, so. It's kind of like this last night. Ran Curse of Strahd last night, and uh, it was a little laggy. Yeah, it's like probably gonna be a five. <laughs> yep, <laughs> he a called five. it a five. Um, you could I just can tell see the dice on what it landed on. He's got a little glass <laughs> with a little bit of a brown liquid in there of some kind. And he just takes a sip. Doesn't appear to be drunk. Just enjoying a drink by himself. And turn my back to the gr- uh, the crowd. All right. None of them seem drunk yet. They all seem like they can kind of hold their liquor. Um, get him as drunk as you fucking can. Get him talking. You know, 
loose lips, all that shit. Uh, I'm gonna leave and I'm gonna come back as someone else. Well, I was so. hoping you could do some magical bullshit and make them talk. I don't want to spend money on these people. I, you know, I wish I could. I really do. <clears throat> but uh, my my magical bullshit uh, kind of kind of only applies to murder and uh, changing my shape, <clears throat> which I'm gonna go try to do right now. All right. Well, I'm gonna walk out and around the corner. Yep, find a couple boxes. Tomorrow, so I'll just do the the next best thing and talk to the barkeep. Tomorrow, <laughs> watches as you walk in. I'm standing there. Uh, I'm going to try to. You gonna stand out here all day? Uh. Moros just kind of looks at you. You really think it's a good idea that I go in there and talk to those people? No. Exactly. But you can go in and get a drink. I'll go with you. I'll be moral support. <laughs> As you both approach the bar, you see a the posterior <clears throat> side of a short uh, dwarven woman with her hair tied in a braided bun uh, <laughs> top of her head. She's trying to reach for a box that's just a little too tough for her to grab and she's on her tippy toes and she can't seem to reach it. Come on! Come on! You see sh- she's a little flustered. Turns around. Locks eyes. Oh! Oh! Um! Kind of comes over. You can see that um, she's got really bright blue eyes. Like, they're so bright that it's like brighter than any blue that you've probably ever seen in your life. Um, ah! Yeah, welcome. Welcome to Kaz's Eatery. Um, I am Cassandra. It is a pleasure to meet you. Is there anything you guys are interested in drinking right now? Mm. Too cheapest ale. Mm, cheap. You want that dirt water? Mm, I got you. One sec. She walks over to this barrel. You see the beer beginning to like foam up. Slide you to. It's called dirt water, but I promise you're gonna like it. Slides it to both of you. That'll be uh five copper pieces. I place the copper pieces on the bar uh bar top. Ah oh uh, another new face. Uh hello. Welcome. Uh-huh. Uh, uh what what is the the strongest liquor you got? Ah, uh. <laughs> you want the strongest liquor. All right, one second. I got to go to the back. It's going to cost you, though, a little bit extra. I g- you go get it. Uh, yes, sir. You say less. And sh- you see her you... trottle on to the back. Doom. You see the door kind of... And after like a minute or Hello two... Hello there, man with the, and the handsome scarf. Uh... Oh, you're drinking. She... Shitty little dirt water, huh? Puts a. Uh, I'm not even gonna ask. She puts like a 24 ounce pitcher uh, <laughs> on your um, right in front of you on the bar, and this is like a very amber looking ale, and you can smell the very pungent Friendly. smell of alcohol reeking from this drink. 
This yeah, is the Cavs special. It big in the mines, so I got a, I got a, I got a couple gold on me today. All right, so that'll be two silver pieces and five copper pieces. Well, like I said, I got a couple gold, so uh, here's a gold piece. Uh, 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 oh my <clears throat> God! Thank you so much. Can I come? I can't can do I come help now? You? So I'm sure you, I'm sure you, you, you'll do me right, and you won't scant steal me on any of my, you know, my. My change. Now, drinks, drinks on the house for you, for, for for all three of you for the rest of the night. Oh my god! What? I mean, I could invest this. What? I just, it's just a, it's just a coin. I don't. don't hey, you know what? I ain't gonna question around here. <laughs> or new town. I ain't gonna question it. I wish we well then, that. everyone, you heard me. You heard her, folks. Drinks are on that cold coin. Whoa, 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 whoa! No, no, no! I just said you three. What are you doing? What? What three? What are you talking about? I've what? Why just us three? Why not everyone else? Here, I'll give you the second gold coin I made today for everyone else. <laughs> roll me a, roll me a persuasion check. <laughs> not bad, not great. I got a plus five in it, so we'll see. <clears throat> Looking like it's gonna be a 16. 16. With a 16, she looks at you, kind of squints her eyes. Uh, money's money, I guess. And she takes the coin. Alright. Drinks on the house for the next 45 minutes. And everyone goes, Yeah! Alright. Well, I'm gonna take my picture of. <coughs> Dalton. I'm dying. Hold on. Oh, okay. It's I all the dust from the mines. I had a mute. It's the coal from the mines. It is. It literally <laughs> is. I'm going to take my picture of, of this here fine look and I'm going to go sit with my people. I'm carry it over. and look like I'm walking right towards the dwarves and I walk right past him. I sit next to the old man. Care to share? Drink with me, sir? I don't see why not. Hey, you got when I take the big old fucking jug with both my hands and set, set it down on the table. <clears throat> now, is that the car Let everyone special? Else do things. Now, I don't know. I just bought it for two gold, so. Mm. I see. So, what is your name, sir? You know, I've been down in the mines so long, I don't, I don't remember. Hmm. You've been working in the mines. I see. What was Hmm. <coughs> that cough. I can tell you must be a miner, clearly. I respect your line of work. Yep, I totally have lungs to cough. <coughs> hmm. They definitely aren't gone. Well, they'll never <laughs> die if you keep such a positive <coughs> mindset, young man. You can't truly never die. Trust me. I'm. I'm. What? You You see him pass Uh, out. He passes out. (laughs) (laughs) That man's starting to scare me. I'm gonna go back to the nice folk with the cloak on. (laughs) This man is completely unconscious as you're walking away. He is so (laughs) fucked up and he was so good at hiding it. 
I think that old man was trying to do dirty things to me. <coughs> oh. I think I heard him call you a young man. It was it was kind of scary. I thought I I don't I don't know what was going on there. He said something about never never lose my youth and I don't know. No, I'm scared now. Hold my hand, kind of stranger. Uh, no. Moros <coughs> is going to uh, raise his hand <coughs> towards the barkeep to get her attention. Uh, oh, she trots over. Uh, hi there, uh, stranger. <coughs> uh, how can I help you? Okay, so I'm going to use a feature here, but I'm going to roleplay said thing, but I'm going to use my folk hero rustic hospitality feature. Okay. Now, I'm going to use this to, like, get information, you know, they're going to like me and get along with me because of it, but, um, with this feature for rustic, rustic hospitality, excuse me, do, 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 do. where is it? Why can I not find it? I just was looking at it. Uh, it's under description, under Folk Hero. Since you come to right, uh, thank you, sire. Yes, I can find a place to hide, rest, recuperate among other commoners, unless you've shown yourself to be a danger, and I have not. They'll shoot me from law, or anyone searching for me, and they won't risk their lives. But they won't risk their lives for me. What I'm trying to do here, seeing how they're going to be inclined to be hospitable <laughs> to me, I'm going to try to get some information about those murders and things going on here. So, I'm going to reach into my pocket and pull out a very very old and very rusted emblem a steel symbol of a antler or not just one like a set of antlers on a um the skull of a deer it's not like a living deer it's the skull of it it is a fine silver color but it's been very dulled and rusted over the years. So you can still see some of the silver that's there, but this is clearly a item of long ago. As Moros shows it to the bartender, he says, I've heard you had some mishappenings here in the town. My name is Moros Omenborn. I'm a knight of the Wild Hunt, and I'm here to investigate these problems typically an inn an innkeeper such as yourself hears many things and knows many things i would greatly appreciate any help you could give me in investigating this i'm here to make the problem go away what can you tell me about these people that went missing any enemies they may have had any Frequents comings and goings in certain places, and just when and where did they ultimately meet their demise, if you know? Hmm. So, a lot of the, the bodies that have been found, actually, one of the guys over there, she points at the conscious human who's sitting there having a drink by himself. Yeah, he actually, uh, he lost his wife uh, to what, the Golden Dragons, you saw that they were here. They're investigating a potential vampire being in the area they said that they found some bodies exsanguinated no blood in them mostly near the crater but one was nailed to the top of the church of Sarkat that I'm certain you all saw as you entered town 
like it was sending a message or something. I... I don't know, but most of the bodies were found near the crater. By the way, Moros, my name is Cassandra, and it is a pleasure to meet you. She extends her hand, even though she's like, she's reaching right over the counter. Like, she's very short. Moros returns the gesture and shakes Cassandra's hand. He says, a pleasure. Could you point me in the direction of the... Is it... A, first off, let me let me ask you this out of game. Is it a different crater than the big crater that we went to previously? It is the same crater, because they're talking about the crater that's okay. just right outside town. So, I will ask you this then. Could you point me in the correct direction of the church? Yeah, sure. Uh, here, I actually have a map. Let me show you real quick. And uh, she pulls out a map of Ravenmore. And I'm going to take us back to the screen. All right. So if you look here, right here, this big building, this is just a really shitty drawing. I'm sorry. I wish I, I wish this is just what the mayor provided us. But you can see here this building right here. And she like circles it. This one right here. The one next door. Yep, exactly. Right next door to here. Very well. Anyone there I should speak to? Uh, yeah. Um, there is the, um... The soul sage there, the, well, priest of Sarkat. Um, you could probably speak with them. They'd probably know a little more. Uh, her name is uh, Harangan. She's also the Harangan. judge of the town. You know, the law keeper as well. So might be decent to build a connection with her, especially when you're investigating something of, you know, potential <coughs> undeath. <coughs> Um, in my, in my travels, in time, doing what I do, uh, would I ever met this person? Um, <clears throat> no. With my very, that particular one set. No, you wouldn't have met this person before. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Because I know, I know, I interact with some priest. I just wasn't sure if this is a <laughs> this person would be one of them. No. Okay. <clears throat> God damn, right. it's fucking fun. Well, thank you, Kazanku. <clears throat> Here, for your time, I hand her a silver coin. And if you should ever need it, I will be in this town, perhaps for the next day, maybe the next two. If you require any need of assistance or someone in the town needs assistance, do find me. You see her eyes widen a little bit as you say that. <clears throat> well, all right. All right. I might take you up I'm on that, look Morris. at Lloyd. What? And as I look at Lloyd, I also look at the little man because I'm going to, uh, I'm. you know, let me actually first, let me do this. I'm gonna make an insight check to see if Moros knows the little man is Clovis or not. I'm, 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 he's kind of, you know, he's not, he's not really paying attention on he that. He didn't kind of stuff. interact so with Clovis in the first town, so you wouldn't necessarily know. Exactly. That's why I'm gonna insight check to see if he knew. Because he knew he's okay. So 14. I knew he was coming back. All right. Let's see if my deception was better, <laughs> or my performance, I should say. Either or would work. <laughs> <clears throat> my deception would be an automatic success. I. <clears throat> <coughs> nope, you you know it. Okay. It's like it's going to be an 11. I, 
Alright, so, I look at the little man, and I look at Lloyd. Well then, <clears throat> do either of you wish to go talk to the man sitting down, or to go talk to the priest? Because if not, I'm going to go talk to the priest, the soul sage. I hold on. Yeah? Uh, I mean, uh, sure, kind stranger, I guess I could go talk to the man who lost his wife if, if I need to. Why don't you <coughs> do just that? And Lloyd, uh, you can do whatever you feel like. But if you wish, you can accompany <coughs> me to speak with the Soul Sage. I think I will accompany you. <coughs> I look at the little man. <coughs> he's hacking up a lung. <laughs> yeah, he's literally like dying. I'm watching coals and soot come out of his lungs, literally. <laughs> he's he's undead, so like for me that makes perfect sense. I'm watching him like pop up ashes and shit, and I'm just like, damn. I look right at him. This was an excellent disguise. You almost what, had what me. disguise? I get I don't... up and walk away. Who are you? No, <laughs> who are you? <laughs> I'm gonna head Why over did to that the... strange, shiny red man talk to me like he knew me? He's losing his mind. He's got a. He's got that. He's sundering. Brain. <clears throat> but yeah, me and Lloyd are gonna head over to uh, to the Soul Sage and attempt to speak. Okay, what about you, uh, Chorus? What are you gonna do? I'm gonna scare them, take over the the jar of liquor. I mean, the big, scary, shiny red man told me to do this. Sorry, I was getting being delivered a package of cough drops. Oh, get packaging bound. <laughs> <clears throat> Literally. <laughs> okay, give me a second. Yeah, of course. Oh, hey there, fella. You look like you could use a friend or a drink. Probably the drink. Mm. <clears throat> <clears throat> he doesn't speak. He just like sits there and like. Here you go. And I start pouring the drink into his cup. Just tell me when. He looks at you and makes eye contact as it's about to overflow. It's, he it's, puts his hand over it. Uh, okay, that was that feels like a waste. You could have just used your words. Now there's... Now you got a drink over your hand. It's quite Oh, right. God, my lungs. He takes a sip of the drink and puts it down. <coughs> well. Something I can help you with. You know, the big scary red man told me to come give you a drink. Hmm. Heard about your wife? Wish I could say I feel for you, but I don't remember mine. I don't even know if I had one. I'm gonna be honest. I I spent so much time down in them mines, I don't remember my own name. So. Hmm. You know, I was sent here to commiserate with you and. I'm trying to do my best. 
He's going to have to change his identity and come back again. <laughs> Thanks for the good gesture, stranger. But I would like to drink in... alone. Well, you know, there's always... Time to talk, I guess. I don't I don't really know. They just he kinda wasn't sure well, I'm not entirely sure why he wanted me to give you the drink. No, <coughs> hmm. yeah, my lungs. Maybe he maybe he, you know, saw this sickly dying old man and was like, get the fuck away from me, go bother that dude. I don't know. But whatever reason, I'm here now. Out of character, do you not know why you're supposed to be talking to this guy? You don't know. <laughs> well, I, I do appreciate the kind gesture. Um, he raises a glass. Would you like to toast <clears throat> anything? To not being dead. And he fucking downs it. Here, here, and he clinks the glass on the table and drinks this entire whatever whatever you even gave him. Drinks the entire thing. How drunk is he now? Uh, roll me an insight check. Let's see how drunk you think he is. Because <laughs> I ordered top level fucking pure alcohol. Uh, ooh, it's teetering. Looks like it's going to be an 11, though. 11. <clears throat> you can tell that in any second, this man is about to pass out. He is staring into the fucking abyss as then suddenly he just... <coughs> boom! Forehead on table. Well. I gotta use the bathroom. He gets up and walks out. <laughs> you going to the church with them? And the moment he steps outside... The disguise disappears, and he turns back to Kora, and the door closes, of course. Turns back into Kora's. Alright. And just continues walking. To the church for you? Oh, man, got people drunk. To the church, I guess. He's, he's just kind of wandering around until he sees them. Alright, as nice. Lloyd walking. and Moro, so you guys are approaching the doors to the church, which are closed at this time. Well, why y'all you know, just let me stand by the door there? What what was going on with that? Moro slowly turns, like his head lifts up at the and, and so upon hearing his voice, his head lifts up, <laughs> and you can you can almost see steam start to radiate off of him. He slowly turns. Did you get any information from the old man about what happened to his wife? Oh, what? What old man? Moro slowly turns to Lloyd. I don't know how much longer I, got... I can contain my rage, Lloyd. I, w I went to the bathroom to go change into my disguise, and then I got stuck in there. And then I came back, and y'all were gone. So... Do you adopt the personalities of the things you... No, like I legitimately was stuck in there and nobody came to help me and I had to break the door down. The hell are you going on about? You were standing right there when we were talk when 
bartender. The old man. Oh, I mean, Did you... the little old man? Yes. The minor. I'm sorry, you said an old man and now you're saying a minor. Can you... Yeah, an old man minor who was coughing, who was having a coughing <clears throat> fit. Yeah, I saw the little old man too. What? You weren't shooting yeah. the little old man? No. What? Thoughts take me, please. And then just <laughs> no, more. No, my little old man is a minor. My little old man is a. My little old man's a. a is the prospector. He's the guy who runs the mine. That guy was like an actual miner. Didn't you see the suit and call on him? Do you? I'm fucking with y'all. I'm just fucking with y'all. Yeah, I know. No, the guy the guy refused to give me anything, downed his drink, and then fucking passed the fuck out. Okay, because you were still and... slightly using the voice of the old man. <laughs> no, I mean, that's just kind of my normal voice, <clears throat> especially when I'm dying. How does Bones get sick? <laughs> they do when murderous rage fills them. As you walk into this temple, you see that this is obviously the only thing that is completely and fully constructed. A very simple church with uh, red tiles on the floor. Um, you see these black pews with uh, some people, you know, kind of sitting. They look like they're praying. On each side, there's uh, two statues, uh, humanoid statues wielding weapons. And at the altar, you see reading a book a female clad in uh, very dark black uh, plate armor with a cape on the back that is lined with the color red. Um, she has a lot of, like... Um, Looks like she might have uh, put some makeup on, has very red lips, um, and she's just reading this book. <clears throat> Clearly looking a little frustrated, but what would you guys like to do? Uh, Moros is approaching the priestess. <clears throat> He's walking right down. Moros finds the statue of Sarkat and just starts talking to it. <laughs> Sit right here and watch the process. <clears throat> Lloyd joins the the the, con <laughs> joins the congregation. The congregation. Joins the congregation. Chorus is talking to inanimate statues. Oh wait, I'll 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 sit right. I'll I can't get up <clears throat> on the stage. The stage is special. I'll I'll be right before the stage. As you see, as she turns a page and looks up to meet your gaze, she looks a little surprised. Ah, a tiefling. Hello there. Welcome. Is it morning, evening, or afternoon? It is the morning, about 8 a.m., 9 a.m. Ah, good morning. <clears throat> My name is Moros Omenborn, Knight of the Wild Hunt. <clears throat> I've come to this place due to some unfortunate mishappenings to the people of this town. I've heard of potential murders and the potential of some monsters I spoke to some gods and they mentioned possibly vampires yeah. they told me to come speak with you <clears throat> that you may have some information that could help me in this investigation 
I might. I'm uh, actually reading about vampires right now. She hands you the book <sighs> that she's reading. Um, and it is a... It literally says on the cover, A Guide to Vampires. Uh... <clears throat> Can I do a quick little history check to see if I've read this? But oh wait, no, I can't. Oh. I I hand her the I I open the book. I I look at the title. I can't. I can't. You read. can't read. You can't read. <laughs> I can't read. That's one of my. That's literally <laughs> my one of my character traits and flaws is that I can't read. I, I you know this is the first time it's come up. I haven't had to read anything. So <laughs> and she hands me the book. And she says, you know, it's a book about vampires. I look at it, I nod. Yes. Excellent. I'm sure this has taught you much. And I hand it back. Yes, it has. Um, oh, I'm not trying to roll athletics. Sorry. You're fine. As, That's uh, not what I was trying to do there. She wasted roll. opens back to where she was, looks up at you. Well, Moros Omenborn, it is a pleasure to meet you. I am Soul Sage Harangan. <coughs> I am the... Sage. What was the name again? I'm sorry. Harangan. Harangan. Okay. Sorry, I just wanted to spell it. I can spell it. Okay. So you seek knowledge on how to kill vampires, hmm? From what I'm reading now, there's a couple vampires. Things that you could do. Um, stake to the heart. Running water. Holy water. Uh, the thing is, it's about capturing a vampire. They're powerful. But this thing seemed almost too... Lady Harnagon. Feral. Oh, yes, sorry. Ranting. Brain scrambled, sorry. I do not wish to be the bearer of bad news, but these attacks are not from a vampire. <clears throat> At least to my suspicion. I come from a town not so far from here, Polaria. Very similar incidents have occurred there. I've investigated it and found the source of the disturbances to be quite disturbing. You necessarily won't know how to deal with these things. What I do need to know is if you could help me track this creature, where they're coming from, who they've killed, where they've killed them, at what times they've killed them, so that I can best lay a trap to capture this thing and eliminate it. Hmm. Could you help me in that regard? Roll me a persuasion check with advantage. <clears throat> That's a 20. As you see her close the book, puts it underneath the uh, stand and <coughs> begins to walk down the stairs towards you. I would love to absolutely kill a vampire with you. They are disgusting, undead creatures that deserve to die. You know, Saki Baby would be really upset if you he heard you say that. Lady Hardengon, once again, I I do appreciate your absolute zeal in eliminating vampires. But once again, I do not believe this threat is 
of the sanguine origins here. Are you sure? I believe it. <clears throat> yes. If we are somewhere more appropriate <laughs> to share these details, may we go there? Uh, come with I me. I don't think it is appropriate for a congregation to hear this. Oh, I agree. Come with me. I'd like to show you something. Come. I can tell you I why I think it's vampires. I look right at Lloyd, and I'm like, I get up. I look at Congress. Right. What's Congress well, doing? See you, Sarkup. Buddy, uh, I'll talk to you later. And you're going to start walking up towards the... What in the same hell? Right. All right, now. Um, Yeah, no, Uh, don't, you know, listen, I get it. You're, you know, you're a human priest, you know, you're of the living. Uh, Don't, don't let old Sarky hear you talking like that. He, he don't take too kind that kind of language kind of language uh disgusting filthy undead does he like undead i mean he's the protector of all who live in his realm who said disgusting filthy undead Did well the thing that? is it living in his realm so i mean the undead strictly fall under his domain so where they're at is his realm um kinda that's kind of cheating what do you mean <clears throat> You can find undead pretty much anywhere. I mean, you can find everyone pretty much anywhere. Yeah, but he's also. But it wouldn't be their original domain. I mean, just because something's not somebody's original domain doesn't mean it's not now. If I own a house and I'm here right now, does this mean that I'm in my own domain? What? No, what are you. I'm within my own home. But if you then said. Sold the house. If you said sold the house and then bought the church, you would now be in your own domain. That is kind yeah. of a bit more of a fitting. There was an exchange there. The undead don't make exchanges. They just kind of just. Yes, they do. The. That's no, not entirely true. They give Hello. up quite a bit. You all want to and see an exsanguinated corpse? The... Or... Yes, yeah, I mean, yes, yeah, just. Can, yeah. can you please we'll, we'll discuss the politics I... of the undead. <clears throat> later. Yeah, it's kind of I'd not explain important. it more until you how it I works. I got over this already anyway. I'm not going to get into religious ideologies and you can have your opinion, that's fine, but I worship Sarkat in my own way. Now come with me, come to this. We store some bodies oh. here in a room back here and she comes, yeah, walks up the stairs to the one. back, places her hand on the wall and a door opens up and you can see an additional room now this room is not on the map so this is going to be theater of the mind as you can see this is a very small uh rectangular room 20 feet by 10 feet and you see in the middle is a body that is completely pale of an old (coughs) dwarven man um whose eyes are rolled in the back of his head um, you can see on his neck are two piercing marks where it looks like a vampire may have bitten to its neck. Also, as you see uh, Harangan lift the head up of the body and points to these two bite marks, this is why I think it's a vampire right here. But this, this is the curious part. She lifts the skull, or, or the head rather, of the dwarf, and you can see that um, in the back there is a hole... And no brain. I stick my fingers into the back of the skull. You just All feel right, bones. Well mm. Yep, <clears throat> that's a hole. That's a mind flare hole. 
a mind flayer? No, uh, the octopus man. Sorry, it's a bit of an easier way to describe him. I mean, listen, I, I explained to you all the the city is the city I, that Sarket or Sarkat, you know, helped me. I don't like not. I mean, he protects. I, I thought I told you about this. I trust these people. I mean, even if she views death with her, you know, mortal and bigoted ways, it's fine. She's still a follower of the God of Justice. We can talk about this stuff with them. So you have a city. I swear. I, you, you know, if Sarkat hasn't told you about it, you don't need to know about it. What the f- <clears throat> it's, that, it's that simple. This is why I don't follow any other religion but one, and that's the gold. I mean, fair enough, fair enough. He, he doing my people great service. You know, he protects us. You know, he uses uses his 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 mist to guide the lost and bring them to us. I haven't been there in you know a couple hundred years, but a couple hundred of years. Of course, I don't need a, a history. What the lesson. fuck is going on here, lady? We're dealing with some uh, some things here, and that hole in the back of this dwarf skull has pretty much confirmed our suspicions. The the two marks on the neck are a little worrying, though. Did they make a vampire into an octopus man? Could be just uh, a cover up. Lady Harngown, your yes. town is currently under siege, potentially by a foreign enemy. <clears throat> something not. Uh, domestic to this realm, potentially. They are a creature known as Mind Flayers. These creatures are here to abduct and harvest each and every one of your townsfolk's brains, bodies, and lives. Now, what you have here, pointing at the back of the skull, is a typical case of how they kill their victims. This is their primary source of nutrition, <coughs> the brain. You, I, Lloyd, Ooh, and Coerce all have one. Trying to keep up kayfabe for Coerce here on his I mean, undead I, thing. I, I, it doesn't matter here with her, but I'm just going to say, say it anyways. But um, now, <coughs> perhaps one of these mind flayers has some sanguine properties to them. This is possible. I would assume in our theories and our discussions that we've had about these things that these creatures can be created. Now, the reason why I need your help in not necessarily killing this creature, we aim to capture one first. We need to find one, one that is in this town taking these people making victims of them. <clears throat> you could help us in this. I'm sure you've heard where these people died, or where they were captured, where they went missing, perhaps. If we set a trap, you could be that and be a great agent if you wish to be so. But we need to capture this thing, because there are more out there. If it is happening here and in Polaria, I assume there are many more out there. We need to find the source. And we need to kill them. Carl says his hand up in the air, waiting patiently for you to finish. 
Morris, um, Morris, <laughs> Morris raises his hand back and gestures, you know, go ahead. Uh, um, also, I, I was thinking about it. Uh, you know, I didn't want to raise up any suspicions, uh, as of yet, but the, uh, I've been thinking about it on the way here, but I didn't have enough concrete evidence. Um, but the bite marks make me think, uh, what if the deserter's not a mind flayer? What if this is the deserter and the deserter's making the little brain, the walking brains? And what if that's what this is? It's a like one to two inch hole. You would need to literally cut the skull apart to extract I mean, an entire brain. It's not. It's not an improbable it, theory. My worry is that we're dealing with. We're, we might not be dealing with just you know. Mind flayers. <clears throat> Well, that's why I suggest, and I still, well, suggested and still suggest we capture this creature. We set a trap. I like your initial idea of you being the bait late <clears throat> at night in a drunken stupor, or faux drunken stupor. You emerge from the tavern. And I Lloyd and I await in the shadows somewhere. <clears throat> when the assassin strikes, no doubt to obtain a brain that is not there the two of us and if Lady Harngon wishes to be there I'd prefer she's not in any danger I don't want any innocent blood being spilt in case this gets nasty but if she is there she can help us in obtaining the creature <coughs> we need to capture it though if we can't capture it we kill it uh, but capturing it should be our priority first do, do, uh, any of y'all have a any like particular skill set in traps or capturing because uh as i kind of alluded to earlier the shorty my magic is dealt with death and murder moros looks right at him and raises his eyebrows yes i am definitely well suited for traps and making of traps not all right then this is exactly I... what i do i'm and that sounds good to me. <coughs> I'll help you. Um, if he wants to help, is that what you said? Yes. Yes. Well, well, well. All right. Does Lady Harndon have any information on where these people went missing? Then, does she know where, um, like, what time, what place they went missing at? Maybe they were so... all coming from a common place. So most of the people they've gone missing at night, and usually, it's in within it's within the more shadow covered portions of the town, and <clears throat> seemingly every body is found near the crater. So the body moves from the town to the crater somehow, and is just left outside like it's somebody's littering trash on the floor. So I would assume if we go to the parts of the city that have the most darkness that potentially we may find what we're looking for. Hmm. Very well. Lady Harangon, do you have night vision? Can you see in the darkness? Hmm. 
Unfortunately not, but I have ways of creating light through magical means. Well, it may not be the best idea for you to be directly within combat range if you need light in order to see. We may need the darkness in order to strike or in order to hide ourselves and keep that... What's the word? Uh, sem the willingful disbelief that he's not in any danger when he's pouncing on Chorus. Because, believe me, he will be in quite a bit of danger if this creature tries to escape, we will kill it. Uh. Oh, um. Before, uh, before we do this, uh. Uh. If something happens, and, uh. I seem to have died, don't walk near me for a bit. I, you know, I, I, I've only gone unconscious once, and that one time wasn't good. So, uh, yeah, just don't, don't, don't go near me for a bit. Moros just kind of nods. Noted. Um, and also, Lloyd can't see in the dark. Morris looks over so, at Lloyd. You can't see in the dark. Morris doesn't know this, but he just looks right at him. You can't <laughs> see in the dark. Human. Remember, he had to well, use the torch for the inner, uh, for the little crawling brains when he fought them. He was waving the torch around and stuff along with his sword. Thought he, I thought he, I thought he was using it as a defense mechanism. If they jumped at him, he'd shove a flaming <laughs> stick in their jaws. That is a fair assumption. Do they have jaws? They had something around. I mean, they were trying to get into my mask. They have to have something resembling jaws. <laughs> Very well. Oh, how, uh, and... How do we best... Hmm. Uh, before, also, uh... <coughs> dying. Lady <coughs> Harangon, uh, when you're ready to take a another step forward in your faith going ahead and uh ask Sarkat about the city founded by the Crimson Bull he'll help you out more <laughs> and you might grow a bit bigger I'll pray to Sarkat tonight if I make it through who knows yeah I mean you should probably pray. I mean dog wouldn't ask now it's gonna be a whole conversation I might fuck you up for a little bit um but pray after but pray before and please ask him for help cause yeah we might need it especially if this is the deserter and not <clears throat> one of the regular ones the deserter from what we saw seems to be a necromancer and uh chances are he's got a few buddies backing him up Well, right, so are we ready for the plan? Because I do have one. Fuck it. My job's well, easy. So, I have the ability to call upon nature's wrath. Spectral vines will spring up and 
will basically restrain this creature, whoever it is. Whilst you are <coughs> playing bait, Lady Harangan and Lloyd will sit in the shadows with me waiting. We'll set up in a way that will best contain this creature, the assassin, whoever it may be, so that if they do manage to get away from you initially, they will run likely towards one of us. Now, to deal with them not being able to see, we will have an auditory signal. When the auditory signal goes off, we know that the trap has been sprung. The two of them, primarily Lady Harangan, can cast this light's cantrip spell, illuminate the area so that now Lloyd can see the creature. <coughs> Whilst she's doing that, and whilst Lloyd is gaining vision, I'm already going to be charging in the moment that Chorus and this creature are engaged, I'm going to try and ensnare the creature. If I manage to ensnare it on this strike, Chorus and I will use the majority of our strengths to cripple it, keep it from escaping. Lloyd, if it gets away from us, finish it. And Lady Harnagon, same thing. If it gets away from Chorus and I, finish it. We want to cripple it, we don't want to kill it. We want to capture it. If the creature attempts to communicate with us, perhaps tries to beg for mercy, perhaps tries to find a way out of it, no hesitations. We are continuing with the plan. We are capturing it first. Bind it. Do not let it escape. We do not know what it is capable of. <laughs> but we'll set up a perimeter, the three of us, some sort of triangle formation around the the what's the word around the trap I'll also make sure to set down <clears throat> a little something that I have and then Moros looks in his bag and you see he has a bear trap if the creature does try to escape I have a few of these I can set down maybe it will run into one <clears throat> I mean, Being Madden size, that would cripple it, <laughs> keep it from escaping. Sound good to me. Any objections? No objections here. Um, Lady Harangan, can you take us to the best place to set up this trap? Yes. Come. Follow me as she escorts you all out of the church. All right. And to the outside we go. Alright. So the darkest <coughs> parts of the um, city would actually be over here. She points off in this direction. There's a wheat farm and you can see some cattle in the field down over there. Usually gets pretty dark. There's no torch sconces or anything off in this direction. So I think we would be best to set up over that way. Come, follow me, as she leads the way over. <clears throat> All right. So, me and Lloyd should also try to um, stick to the shadows, yes? And try to triangle, per, uh, triangle this creature in. What if we try to get it into this alleyway here, and she points, like, right over here? This could be a possibility. I, I could stumble my way in there. Hmm. Okay. Just y'all hide in the chicken coop. 
could do that. <clears throat> what do you all think? Want to keep it in a place where it has as few exits as possible. Getting it away from an open field, especially one with obstructions, is a good idea. I agree with Coerce. We should try to bring it into this alleyway if possible. <coughs> Have him stumble around for a while. Eventually head into the alleyway. He, Foe passes out. Foe becomes vulnerable in a stupor. The creature will approach if he sells it enough. One of us will come from the chicken coop. Another from the alleyway to the north. Like right there. It's like you got one person there. Another person at the chicken coop, so they'll be coming from the right side, and then like another person from like right here. So then the only way they could really get out, they'd be running towards the person at the chicken coop, or they'd be running towards this person or this person. And I'll put. <clears throat> and for extra certainty that it doesn't escape, I will lay down the bear traps along the alleyways that have the most room for error. So instead of putting a bear trap here, I'm going to put one here. So if he gets <coughs> by whoever's at the chicken nest and runs down this small alleyway, he might trip that. And then I'll put one... Actually... Yeah, I'll put one... Where, where do you guys think? Do you, do you think I should put one up here? In case he runs up that way, or one further down this way towards the chicken coop area. How many do you have? I have two. I put one um, here to go down this small alleyway. Should I put one here, or here? Uh, um, I mean, both ways <coughs> should be blocked off for the most part. There's going to be four of us. So, uh... I think probably to the wider bit, so heading out towards the this so side I'm gonna mark over here. For you, Zach. Right there where Dalton just put it, I'm going to put one. Okay. And then in between the two houses in the alleyway right there, I'm going to put one. All right. Noted. Just remind me. And then one. Yep. <coughs> one there. Oh, here. Let me do it in a circle. Bear traps there, there. So hold on. Yeah, if we draw it, it'll be easier to remember. So we got one here, right? And that's it? The two? Yep. On each of those spaces. Yep. Okay. So Where's the other one? <coughs> there we go. Right here. I'm sorry. I just had to erase it. <laughs> oh. Okay. So, and then as far as, like, how we should set up Moros, should Moros be the one coming from the chicken coop? Because there's a lot of ways to get out there. Or should he be closer? Because he's going to be running up and ensnaring striking it as soon as it shows up. Uh, I think closer, closer so you don't got to try to fight. And so you got to try to fight through stuff. Right, I'll hide over here underneath these like stair area, like right there. And then <coughs> Lloyd should be by the chicken coop because I think he has the best stealth score and he's the quickest out of the I three. I have zero index. You have zero dex? Yeah. Oof. What's Lady Harngon's stats? You don't know. Alright, well then Lady Harngon <laughs> can hang out. Coerce needs to be in the middle. Can we move Coerce to, like, nearby so I can get, like, a mental image of it? Or, like, where he'll be? <coughs> I was so zoomed in, wasn't even... You're, like, right here, I'm dragging you. Yeah. Right. So, like, right there is where you'll be. I think Harngon should be, like, 
I'm going to climb up on the roof. Oh, I like that from Lloyd, yeah. Climb up on the roof and he can <laughs> jump down if he needs to. Let's have Harngon be over here by the chicken coop. Because she won't need to be stealthy by the chicken coop. The chickens are going to be making noises. She can hide by the hay. She's also kind of around a corner. And given that, I'm actually going to put, move one of the bear traps. Um, I kind of want... Well, no, because he's going to follow you up through that path. So... Yeah. Could Chorus, Chorus, when you get there, can you move to like right here when you fall in your stupor? Can you, can you yeah. be just like up against that house yeah, right I'm there? Yeah, I'm gonna walk up. My my plan is, I'm gonna walk in, stumble around, boom, bam, bang, hit this wall, turn my back to the coop, drop my drawers, and pretend like I'm pissing. Okay, cool. And then that's perfect because once he steps past this little <laughs> point of no return, I'm gonna come running in because then he can't get away from me. He can't get away from Harngon. He can't get away from uh, Lloyd because Lloyd will obviously just shoot the shit out of him or jump down on top of him. Harngon can jump out from the shadows. The bear traps are there. And then, obviously, I'm on the other side. So I think this could work quite well. All right. Any questions or criticisms of the plan before we begin the stakeout? All right. As soon as Chorus gets attacked... Uh... Lady Harngon, you need to create a light so I can see him. Once the attacks begin, I will cast light upon your weapon, and it will shine a light. I will make well, sure I'm going to be up here. You're going to be where? Yeah. Up here? Okay. Hmm. Cast yeah, it, no. uh, <coughs> cast it on the creature. Hmm. Okay. I can do that. Or something the creature's wearing, so that it'll, it'll illuminate him and harder for him to get away. Gotcha. I'll make sure I do that. Ooh, I just got real dizzy. Alright. Tell me if this is a bad idea, gentlemen, but... Perhaps we should inform a small portion, a select group of the guard to perhaps maybe <coughs> no. create the perimeter? Mm -mm. Probably too this thing is. This he thing's hyper-intelligent. I agree. Very well. I'm ready whenever you are, Chorus. Whenever you are prepared. Well, time to go to the bar. While he goes to the bar, I'm going to set up the bear traps and get myself all snuck away. <clears throat> I'm going to hardcore parkour onto this roof and lay on it. Alright. As time passes, waning from, um day to night chorus you after spending some time in the bar is there anything you want to do in the bar no just <clears throat> nurse a few drinks as the old man let me turn the old man real quick I'll be in there just drinking away um so I don't want to look like I'm armed or anything As the old man, drinking away, and uh, I'm going to be carrying around the big bottle of liquor that she gave me earlier, and I'm just going to be making it look like I'm drinking that. Obviously, I can't fucking digest it, so it just falls through me, but nobody can tell that at the moment. Um, <clears throat> And then when night falls, or when it looks like night's about to fall, and then about... <clears throat> it looks like I'll be able to get to where we are by the time it's dark. 
I'll start walking my way there. As you walk by, you can see that the amount of people walking about are beginning to thin out. Eh? People are kind of going in for the evening. You can probably assume because of what's happened in this very small town in the last couple of days. As you can hear people closing their door and then locking it um, as you approach the place where you all are setting your trap. Mm -mm. Okay, so where do you guys want uh, Soul Sage Harn gone to stand? You guys point where you want me to put her and I'll put her there. Chicken coop. All right, right here. She'll be in hidden in the corner of the chicken coop. <laughs> I'm gonna oh. close enough to run in though. I'm gonna have like her within roll. her movement. Oh yeah, I gotta open this. Let's have her roll stealth. Okay, not bad. All right, as you all wait for time to pass, it is nighttime, and it is time for you guys to enact the plan that you guys have set forth to do. <clears throat> And ladies and gentlemen, that is all that we have time for this week. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Tales of Lodrienth. Please stay tuned as every Friday at noon we release a new episode of the podcast on Spotify and many other available podcasting platforms that you can find in our link tree. Remember to like and follow us on our Facebook and Instagram, and if you aren't already... We would like to thank our Patreons, Melanie Droz, for this month. And if you want to become a patron, go ahead and go to our link tree and join our Patreon today. So once again, thank you, everybody, for joining us as we sever the link. And we'll see you next time.